Hello and welcome to the Number 10 Podcast, where we talk about the biggest moments in Major League Soccer and U.S. Soccer. I'm your host, Logan Egan. On today's episode, we're going to be talking about the round of 16 of the MLS's back tournament. But before we get to that, I'd like to congratulate the Houston Dash, who defeated the Chicago Red Stars in the NWSL Challenge Cup Final. Now for MLS's back. The first match in the round of 16 was Orlando City versus Montreal. Orlando became the first team to advance to the quarterfinals after they finished the top of Group A. In the match, Orlando City controlled most of the game. In the 60th minute, they scored the game winner. Nani played the ball through to Mendez, who shot the ball wide at the goal. Montreal goalkeeper Clement Diop tried to make a save, but left the ball in an open net. Tesho Akindeli was following up on the back post and was able to run the ball into the open net. With this win, it puts Orlando in the quarterfinals where they will play LAFC, but we'll get to that later. The next match we saw was between the Philadelphia Union and the New England Revolution. Both of these teams finished in the second place of their respective groups. New England outshot the Union 18-12 but couldn't find a goal to put themselves up. In the 63rd minute, the Union won a ball off of a turnover from Bo. Yamiro Montero played a diagonal ball over the top to Sergio Santos. Santos took a touch for the ball outside of the frame of the goal and hit the ball to the far post side netting. This gave the Union the win. After the match, New England's head coach Bruce Arena was given a red card. With the win, Philadelphia advances to the quarterfinals where they will play Sporting Kansas City. The next match we saw was New York City FC versus Toronto FC. Toronto came into the match being the favorites. New York City FC just snuck into the knockout rounds because of Galaxy PK in the 90th minute. Before the match started, Toronto announced that AO Akinola would be out of the match due to injury. During the group stage, Akinola recorded a total of five goals. In the fifth minute, NYCFC had a free kick. Michael Bradley of Toronto fa- failed to clear it and it landed to Anton Timmerholm, who played the ball through to Jesus Medina, who finished to the back of the net. In the 30th minute, NYCFC subbed on DP Maxi Morales for injured Ishmael Tajori Shradi. Morales, who is a designated player, had been on the bench after suffering a quad injury in the opening match of the tournament. In the 55th minute, Morales played a ball over the top and wide to Valentin Castellanos. Castellanos took the ball down the left side of the field. He cut the ball to his right foot and shot the ball over the far post to put New York City up 2-0. In the 81st minute, Morales got one of his own. Gary McKay-Stevens passed the ball to Haber, who backed healed the ball to Morales, who placed it into the net. Three minutes later, Morales subbed off. Toronto pulled back a consolation goal in the 86th when Josie Altador passed the ball to Patrick Mullins, who one-touched it into the back of the net. With the result, NYCFC will advance to the quarterfinals where they will face Portland. Another interesting aspect I noticed is in all three games that we've already looked at in this episode were between Group A and Group C. And in each of these, the Group A team was the one that ended up advancing. I wouldn't read too much into it, especially with the nature of how tournaments are, but I, along with some others, have considered Group A one of the weaker groups and Group C C as one of the more challenging groups. The next match we saw was Sporting Kansas City facing the Vancouver Whitecaps. In the group stage, SKC earned the top spot in Group D, and the Whitecaps barely slipped into the knockout round. Like last match, Vancouver was down to their third string and only keeper, Thomas Assal. In this last match, he recorded a shutout against Chicago. But they didn't have a backup goalie in this match. 
if he got injured, they were going to have Ali Adnan step up and play goalie for the remainder of the match. And there was a moment in the second half where it almost seemed like it was going to be reality as Thomas Hassall went down. In the match, Sporting Kansas City peppered shots at Hassall. They recorded 30 with 8 on frame, but none went in the net. Hassall and the Whitecaps defense made multiple saves to preserve the draw. Regular time ended 0-0, and the match went immediately into PKs. Sporting Kansas City's goalkeeper, Tim Melia, stepped up during the penalty kicks and made two saves and had one ball hit off the post to allow Kansas City to advance 3-1 on PKs. They will play the Philadelphia Union. The next match we saw was the San Jose Earthquakes in the Real Salt Lake. Espinosa of San Jose broke the draw in the 21st minute, but RSL responded less than a minute later when Douglas Martinez found a breakaway and placed the ball into the far post. San Jose took control in the 48th minute after RSL's Alvin Jones took down Tommy Thompson in the box. Magnus Eriksson stepped up and finished the ball from the spot. San Jose made, made it three when Vaco finished a give-and-go from Andreas Rios in the 61st minute. RSL's Marcelo Silva dribbled the ball up the field and played the ball to Demir Krylak, who then found the back of the net in the 75th. At this point, the match was 3-2. to two. But as, is, as expected, Chris Wondolowski subbed on in the 81st and then shinballed the ball into the back of the net in the 86th minute. San Jose got one, mo one more in injury time when Magnus Eriksson finished another PK. With this result, San Jose advances to the knockout round and will face Minnesota United, a team back in March they lost to 5-2. to two. The next match we saw was a Western Conference final rematch between LAFC and the Seattle Sounders. Back in October, the Sounders won 3-1, to one, but this match was all LAFC. The LAFC defense was swarming Seattle, who could not find a way to get through. In the 14th minute, Diego Rossi finished from the spot to give LAFC the 1-0 lead. In the 39th, Latif Blessing shot a ball that deflected off of Shane O'Neill and flew into the back net to double their lead. After this, LAFC was peppering with opportunities, but just weren't falling in the back of the net. Seattle got a glimmer of hope in the 75th when Will Bruin one touch finished a pass from Jovan Jones. The match was now 2-1. But after this, LAFC's floodgates opened. In the 82nd minute, Diego Rossi finished his 7th goal of the tournament. This puts him at the top of the Golden Boot race. And the person who's in 2nd in the Golden Boot race is Ayo Akinola with 5, who will not be participating in the remainder of the tournament as Toronto has lost. Brian Rodriguez stole the ball at the top of the box and placed it in the back of the net in the 89th. With this result, LAFC advanced to the quarterfinals, where they will face Orlando City. On Tuesday, we saw a match between two of the unbeaten teams in 2020, Minnesota United and Columbus Crew SC. In the 18th minute, Minnesota broke through. Columbus couldn't clear a corner kick, and Thomas Lund placed the ball in the back of the net for the Loons. And after this, Minnesota sat back. They focused more on defending Columbus's attacks. But in the 78th minute, Jose Aja conceded a penalty kick that Columbus, Columbus striker Jossi Zarda stepped up to take. But Minnesota United goalkeeper Tyler Miller saved the initial kick and ricocheted the ball back into play that Zardes then followed up and put it to draw the match. The match ended 1-1 and 
regulation and went to straight to penalty kicks. Miller got one save against Chris Cadden to put Minnesota United through to the quarterfinals, where they will play San Jose. In the final match of the round of 16, we saw the Portland Timbers take on FC Cincinnati. And this match was quite parallel to the Minnesota United-Columbus crew match. Minnesota sat back, as they have been for most of the tournament, and they almost got a goal in the second half, but it was ruled offside. In the 67th minute, Portland broke through. Nizgoda finished a slotted ball back from Blanco to put Portland up. But the match wasn't over. In the 81st minute, Portland goalkeeper Steve Clark made a dumb play and fouled Cruz to give up a penalty kick. Locadia finished the ball from the spot. This brought this match to a penalty kick shootout. In the shootout, Locadia's shot was saved if Waston skied his shot to put the Timbers through. They will face NYCFC in the quarterfinals. In our next episode, we'll be talking about the results of the quarterfinals and looking ahead to who will be facing off in the final four semifinals of the MLS's back tournament. Thank you for listening to the Number 10 Podcast. I'm your host, Logan Agan. Please be sure to like, subscribe, rate, and review, and share with your friends. Till next time.